0: Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, February the 12th. It's Valentine's Day weekend. We are coming to you from our homes all across the Midwest. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today on the show, I've got
1: Brandon Parnes, Caleb the Mustard Tiger,
2: Mustard, Curtis.
0: There's Curtis. Curtis looking sharp tonight on the live stream. Curtis dressed up for the live stream tonight, so if you're on the live stream, be sure to tell Curtis how sharp you think he looks, and we'll convey that information to him.
3: I love how Curtis's idea of dressing up includes the tackiest tie he can fucking
0: find. (laughs) With the tag still on it. That's pretty good. Well, okay, we, we are a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever. Thanks, for everybody, joining us again on the live stream tonight on the Pop Goes the Culture Facebook page, on our Twitch channel, on the YouTube channel, and everybody who is listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking celebrity crushes tonight. Ooh, we're going to get the juice. We're going to be spilling all the tea tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got, of course, all your entertainment and pop culture news, another pop quiz, and a whole lot more. We're going to dig into all of that right after this.
3: Hi there, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about... All the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit more we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah,
2: well, you know, alcohol does that to
3: you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available.
0: all right so what's everybody been up to in the last week or so i know i know there was an event over the weekend i'm sure people have some thoughts on um uh, but what's everybody been up to what have you been watching reading playing doing listening to in the last uh, in the last week or so since we all got together and whoever wants uh, to go mean, can go I'll, I'll, I'll go go for it
2: it'll be real quick and real simple um i've been subjecting myself off and on to the impeachment and that's about as far as it's gonna go
0: (laughs) (laughs) it it is a bit of a shit show you're right
2: i have not heard the f word said on network television so many times like (laughs) i have this past week
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is something else yeah who else
2: uh, I have been uh, staying caught up with Snowpiercer.
0: Right, uh, I'm, I'm still an episode one. behind. I heard the third episode's really good too, and I it haven't is caught really it yet. good.
2: I really like the kind of dystopian, hard kind of sci-fi thing they've got going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I really hard like sci-fi. the writing. Yeah, hard yeah. Sci-fi. <laughs> Hardcore sci-fi. Hardcore um, sci-fi. Staying caught up on Wandavision. Right. Um, playing a little Battlefront two. Uh, just my, just because it's kind of a game you can zone out and have fun with, right. and uh, staying warm. It's been really freaking cold.
0: <laughs> That's the hardest thing of all of it is staying warm. Mm-hmm. Right on. How about you, Brandon? What have you been up to?
1: Uh, I am, of course, continuing watching uh, Batman the animated series. I just watched episode forty-four of season one today. Also recently started uh, Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney Plus. No, which was on Disney XD, but you can watch it on Disney Plus. Uh, it, uh, uh, about to watch episode 12 of that. Watched episode 11 today. And uh, also, I, uh, I found there was a new Nickelodeon game show that premiered over uh, uh, on this past Monday. And kind of unusually for them, it's a straight quiz show. Um, it's no stunts, no, it's just straight quiz, it's about, all about Nicktoons. Um, of course, you get slimed if there's a wrong answer, um, or if the other, other contestants get it right. Um, but like, it felt like a British, like, daytime quiz show, but it's a half hour and it's on Nickelodeon.
0: What was the name of that?
1: called Tuned In, and it's hosted by a, a like an animated host. Um, He's like on a robotic arm screen, um, and it's actually exec not executive, but it's one of the producers on it is Phil Moore, who hosted Nick Arcade back in the nineties.
0: Oh, right on! Very cool, very cool. How about you, Brad? What you been up to?
3: Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm still watching The uh, the Thick of It, uh-huh. uh, which is a British series, kind of a political satire series. Um, still watching that. I'm still watching Miss Scarlet in The Duke, despite how dumb its title is. I'm still enjoying it. And uh, that's kind of all I've really been doing, just doing that and kind of keep it up with my regular kind of network television shows that I watch sometimes.
0: That's like the uh shows the, like
3: the blacklist, even though I, <laughs> I feel like the blacklist should have ended like two seasons ago. I still watch it.
0: Scarlet and the oh, Duke, yeah, that's, that's the basically, that, yeah. that's the one with Vivian Lee and uh John Wayne, right?
3: No. Uh, oh, it's, it's
0: wow. T- Total silence. All right. Fair enough. All right. So let's see. I've been, I've been doing a uh, Let's see. I've been catching up on some <laughs> comic books that I've been uh, needing to catch up on. Keeping up with WandaVision, like you talked about, that shows getting more off the rails with each week. Um, I finished the stand, the CBS all access version of the stand, the Stephen King novel. I, I got through that today, the last episode. Um, are you okay, Curtis? Curtis is for those on the live stream. <laughs> it's flashing yeah. purple.
2: Oh, that's better. I, I think there was a fingerprint on my camera. Not oh, anymore. Oh, okay.
0: Wasn't sure what the <laughs> hell you were doing there. Uh, and then let's see. What else? Oh, there's a this game. It's in early access, so it's not even out, but it's on Steam uh, called Valheim. It's one of these open world drop you in the middle of nowhere. You've got a fucking a rock and a torch, and you've got to... You know craft everything and go fighting these norse demons and stuff so i've been i haven't spent a lot of time with it but uh it looks like it might have potential to be kind of fun so if anybody nice. out there is listening or watching has played it uh let us know because i've got the server i got a private server set up so i'm ready to roll just need to get a couple of people in and, and get re- cracking on it uh did anybody you know
2: what i have- go ahead i have one thing. you know what i've not been watching
0: would you not watch
2: the movies channel
0: Really? My How Thursday come? Night,
2: my Thursday night in the war. Why uh, not? Because, well, you know, because it just doesn't exist in Springfield anymore. Yeah. Thank I you. Know. I actually, <laughs> I saw, apparently someone got a hold of them and they're just like, it was too much money this time around and dabble was cheaper. It was like.
0: I'll bet it was.
2: <laughs> I bet it was cheaper. You know, cheap no, skates. Nobody
0: wants that shit. Um <laughs> Did anybody? Did everybody? Anybody? Everybody? Whatever. Uh, watch the Super Bowl over the weekend for the commercials or anything. <laughs> a few yeah, hands are up. Awesome, <laughs> thoughts. Thoughts on the thoughts on the commercials. Thoughts on the halftime. I don't give a fuck about the game. I really don't care about sports. But uh, anybody's dude, thoughts.
2: My Go ahead. He was about it. it was great
0: on the Paramount Plus that they ran every every he, ad break. It, it was
2: it was interesting to see them in the same commercial with like Patrick Stewart. Right. Uh, Dora the Explorer, and uh, who else, SpongeBob SquarePants, and James, James, Corden, James, Stephen James Corden, Stephen Colbert, it's all these people in this commercial, and like, it's like, it's a whatever commercial, but Beavs and Butthead made me laugh. So. Right on. I liked Wayne's hey. World.
0: The Wayne's World? Oh yeah,
2: Wayne's World. That was yeah. good. Yeah. I have a possibly unpopular opinion in that I actually enjoyed The weekend's Halftime Show. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I thought he put on a pretty, pretty good show. It was entertaining. Yeah. I missed all the, you know, I
1: missed all the Shakira and J Lo. Yeah, that <laughs> they was, put on a good show. Yeah, that yes, one was hard to beat. That was pretty good. But I think, good. given the, I mean, the pandemic and everything, I think the weekend's <laughs> halftime was pretty compelling. Yeah,
0: you know? well, it was a, it was a show for an audience at home, not a, a live audience in the crowd. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, right. for sure.
0: Right on. You any other? Somebody
1: let the dogs
0: out. I was wondering who's who's Whoa. got the dogs running. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. fucking
2: hear barking <laughs> boo, boo. Shut up, dog.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, any other ads? Any other? I thought the uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, that, was, that, us, looked, that looked like fun.
0: Gives us some I, of that humor from. I the, had to mute it
1: because my dad doesn't like to know anything. He doesn't <laughs> like to know anything. He doesn't like to see anything. He barely likes me to tell him anything. So uh, I and and I'm starting to kind of adopt that a little just so I can say things for him. Right. Um. So I have not watched it yet. But uh, from what just the quick little half shots they had in that TV spot, it looked great. Yeah, and I expect nothing less so the will ferrell commercial i don't remember what it was for like finland or
2: switzerland or uh, um, gm gm okay but i thought that was pretty funny he was pretty yeah funny. the
1: norway one yeah that was pretty good
0: yeah it felt like a down year for commercials,
1: didn't oh, for it? for sure. It felt, the felt, rest of them sucked were, ass. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Felt like a down year, which I know a lot of big marketers stayed away. And, th- you know, usually there's a few big, like, movie trailers, but movies are still kind of really... up in the air, you know, when shit's actually going to open. Trailer,
2: the movie trailer for old was interesting. What was it? it... The M9 Shamalamba <laughs> Ding Dong trailer.
0: Wow. <laughs> Racist.
2: What? No, I'm That's just not kidding. racist. No,
0: I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I, I don't know. That I don't know. That movie, that trailer didn't do anything for me. A trailer's supposed to get your attention, and I don't know that it did. Yeah. I don't know. As you're It'll going, be like as you're sitting down to eat it. a plate of nasty ass, you know, Super Bowl food, the last thing you want to see is a bunch of people getting old in front of you on TV. I don't know. The,
2: the reason <laughs> I thought it was interesting because I was with Kirsten, and like that trailer just like horrified her, I was like, ah.
0: So it wasn't so much the trailer itself <laughs> as her reaction.
2: It really was. It. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Well, let's jump into this thing. Let's take a look at us, uh, starting off with our top three stories in entertainment and pop culture from this past week. Starting at number three, HBO Max has ordered a reboot of the cartoon Clone High. Did anybody watch Clone High when it was on MTV? Couple
2: raising
0: my hand. Yes, I did. (laughs) I was going to say nobody could see that. You know that, right? Those who are listening on the on the podcast.
2: I watched the Um, hell out of that when it was on originally. It was what MTV or something.
1: Yeah, it was MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's on uh, CBS All Access, which Mm -hmm. soon to be Paramount Plus. So it is on my watch list, even though they don't actually have a watch list feature. Right. Um, So for for those who.
0: For those who aren't familiar with it, Clone High—it was a cartoon with clones of famous people in high school. Um, yep. Anyway, HBO Max has ordered a reboot of the series, um, which you know we're all reboots. But they did get the original uh, creators together, so we are getting Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who did you know Lego movies, uh, the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. So we've got quality creators returning uh bill lawrence is, Han
2: Solo. Uh, sh- i mean well
0: no <laughs> that was a ron howard film you know that uh, bill oh, lawrence right, yes. is also returning as executive producer uh, so the original the original team is back together hbo max has also through warner brothers animation picked up velma a scooby-doo off series for hbo max uh, this will be a quote comedic origin story Focused on Velma from Scooby-Doo uh, Mindy Kaling is Set to executive produce The series and she will be voicing Velma which it feels like Has she, has she voiced Velma before? I don't know I don't know either it feels I don't like think so she but has. that
1: just fits perfectly to yeah. me
0: It feels like she has was, but maybe she hasn't
1: it, it is but like
2: At the same time I was like I, yeah, It's great but I kind of wish it was Linda Cardellini again but right. She was live action so it's fine
0: yeah. Uh, let's see. At number two, I will butcher her name and I'll apologize now. Uh, at number two, Stacy Ose Kufour. She was a um, one of the part of the writers' room uh, for the Watchmen series that HBO did. I guess it's been a couple years now. She will be writing the Blade, the Vampire Slayer movie for Marvel Studios. Uh, apparently, there was an extensive interviewing process. They brought Mahershala Ali in to help with figuring out who they wanted to bring the in to to write this thing and to direct this thing. Um, and she will be the one writing the blade movie for marvel blade the vampire slayer is what they're officially so, calling it
2: <laughs> yeah the vampire slayer yeah see <laughs> teaming up with buffy
0: yeah exactly <laughs>
2: <clears throat> or muffy
0: yeah they'll do some cuz they won't own the rights to that so right yeah. I- i'm sure there will be some nod to the fact that they are ripping the name directly uh, from buffy the vampire slayer and at number one, speaking of vampires, Universal yeah. Universal Pictures has confirmed that the director of Marvel's upcoming film, Eternals, Chloe Zhao, she will be writing, directing, and producing a new take on Dracula. So she's doing a Dracula movie for Universal Pictures, who owns the Universal horror icons, of course. Um also in development, though, is uh, Karen Kusama's Dracula film, which was announced last year. Uh, that is uh, over at Blumhouse. Uh, apparently, both are going forward because Dracula, the character, is in the public domain. So we will have uh, two different versions of Dracula on film as you know, a theatrical release. Moving forward, Zhao's adaptation is a, a reimagining of Dracula. Um she is it's more i think they called it a like a a dracula western which yeah you know i thought john carpenter tried a couple of those like a modern day dracula vampire westerns that were not well received at all whereas uh Kusama's, uh version will be more faithful to the actual source material so we're going to get a couple dracula movies in a few years it sounds like um which you know is it are we is that where we're at now like have zombies petered out and now we're on to to, the vampires or
2: i i I must go ahead and admit i myself am doing my own dracula film because it is in the public domain and and it's going to be a sci-fi western in space and (laughs) dracula is half werewolf
0: so. Oh, very good! Is that a public Someone, domain? Is the Wolfman in the public domain? <laughs> yeah,
2: he's half wolf, but it doesn't have to okay. be a wolf man. There you go. Now that I've said this, and since it's a joke, pro- someone's probably going to hear this and run. Somebody's going
0: to be like, "Fuck yes!" Actually, I yeah. read somebody. <laughs> some <This> guy, <laughs> <this> guys. got <giving laughs> free content. Uh, I had read somebody had said that Dracula's in the public domain. He should be in every script that you write going forward, because why the I fuck not? You could put Dracula in it. It's. Making a new teen comedy. It's got Dracula in it, you know. Clone I with Dracula. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. So those are your top three stories, and I feel like we got to start up a new segment on this show. I feel like we need a new segment called Who's the Asshole This Week? Um, it's not even Valentine's Day yet, not even mid-February, and we've already had the guy from The Apprentice try to overthrow the government. Um, we've had some racist country music singer get dropped by his label. Uh, we've had Army Hammer, which I, every time I say his name, I want to say Armand Hammer, who's apparently some sort of sexual cannibal vampire type person that's his specific kink
2: (laughs) this new clary starling tv show if they ever get the rights to hannibal i think we have (laughs) we
0: have have our hannibal (laughs) a real life fucking hannibal (laughs) um we have specific allegations against Marilyn manson as being just a fucking creep which we've known for years but now we've got specific people coming forward with specific things no no we've known that for a while Uh, We've had a lot of people coming forward And confirming the rumors that have been Out there for years about Joss Whedon Uh, But this week So that's like That's that's just since the first of this year And that's skipping a whole lot of other content But those are the big name celebrity assholes But the asshole this week We're going to go with the winner uh, This week will be Gina Carano Who played Cara Dune on The Mandalorian She will no longer be on the show A statement from Lucasfilm said Quote, Gina Carano is not currently employed Employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be employed in the future. Nevertheless, I mean, they make it sound like they didn't make a fucking decision, just she does not under contract. Uh, Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. End quote. So uh, this has been festering for a while now. Apparently, word is they were going to give her, they were going to announce her own spinoff show at the December investor call when they announced every fucking thing else that Disney's doing for the next, like, 37 years. Um, but they were waiting because she's already had some social media drama that she continues to stir up for herself. Uh, but this week, the, the word is behind the scenes that they've just kind of been waiting for a reason to fire her or not extend her contract, you know, for new content. Um, And this week, of course, she compared the uh, treatment that Republicans are receiving uh, being the same as the Holocaust, which is a a line too far for Disney. They finally got what they needed to uh, say, okay, we are no longer in the Gina Carano business. And so that's your asshole of the week winner for this week. Um,
2: If you mess, if you mess with the mouse, you yeah. lose your
0: house. You mess with the mouse. <laughs> you will not get work. She'll she'll be starring next to Dean Cain and uh, the guy that played Hercules in the syndicated show um, about uh, you know in a TV movie about I don't know fucking parlor or something. I don't know. Yeah, but that's sure. the asshole this week. What are some of the stories that you guys have been watching this week? What have you guys been reading and paying attention to in uh, entertainment and pop culture news? And just jump in if you got a story.
3: Yeah, let's all go at once, everyone.
0: Why don't you go, Goodbye Brad? You to go first, Brad. Yeah, you go, Brad.
3: Fuck it. I guess I'll go. Everyone's just sitting <laughs> in silence. I guess so. Uh, Making it so okay, you guys get Amber alerts on your phones and shit, right? Oh yeah. Show of hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. You Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> Show <laughs> of <can> hands.
3: <laughs> Wait, who's raising okay. hands? You all get hear. Amber alerts, right? Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, this, I guess, this past week, the Texas Department of Public Safety had to apologize for an Amber Alert that it sent out to people. Uh, gosh, it's just fucking amazing. This is the type of Amber Alert that I would fucking love to get because typically <laughs> they're kind of depressing. <laughs> but, uh, this, and this, I'm I'm going to bury the lead here because for anyone who doesn't know, this will sound depressing at first. But it was an Amber Alert about a kidnapping.
0: Oh, no. And
3: they sent out details for the child who was kidnapped and the kidnapping suspect. Both of them were fictional characters. Not only fictional characters, both of them were fucking dolls. (laughs) The kidnapper was Charles Lee Ray, also known (laughs) as Chucky the Killer Doll. And the kidnapped child was Glen Ray, which was the doll who played, that was his son in the movie Seed of Chuck. Which, played by... I'll forgive you if you haven't seen that movie. That movie is fucking awful.
2: <laughs> played by the kid. But, uh, what, I don't remember. What, whatever his name is from the the Lord of the Rings. It, it was played by I a like fucking hobbit
3: what? from Lord of the Rings. I forget the guy's name. <laughs> <I like laughs> oh, But get uh, no, uh, what? Yeah, no. One one of the two. Out, Go ahead, Brad. One of them. But anyway, they sent out an Amber Alert featuring these two dolls. And not only did they send it out, but they sent it out three fucking times.
0: Well, they wanted to because get him apparently back. apparently
3: <laughs> no one caught the mistake the first time.
0: Or the, <laughs> did, or the second was, time.
2: <laughs> and, Who's yeah. in charge and who did this? Who got fired? That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, well, it was, it was somebody's last was the, day of work, I'm they, sure. They had
3: to issue an apology. Say that again,
0: Joey. Oh, I'm sure it was somebody's last day already. They're like, fuck it, I'm putting this out.
3: <laughs> right. Well, anyway, they uh, they had to issue an apology. They said they did this by mistake, that it was a testing malfunction, which <laughs> I gotta call bullshit on that. Sound like sounds like the test worked well. Mistakenly put <laughs> that information in there. Right. <laughs> Was but, the mom uh, pissed? The, the the fucking Amber... <laughs> Say again? Was the mom a pissed? I feel like my connection is lower than all of you guys. No, Just the you're biz. fine. Okay.
0: You're alright. Go yeah. ahead. Curtis is attempting to be funny, but, but uh, he's he's not.
3: Shut
2: up. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward.
3: But buddy. anyway, yeah, they, they included descriptions of them. It described Chucky as a three-foot, one-inch tall doll wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored, striped long-sleeve shirt wielding a huge kitchen knife. And God, this is just amazing. I, this like typically when I get an Amber alert, I'll read it and then I'll just shrug it off. It's like, I'm not that observant. I'm not gonna notice. <laughs> It this, I would kids. have absolutely fucking remembered.
2: <laughs> well, you, you know, and usually they're like three, four, five, maybe three, four five states away. So <laughs>
0: it's like, I'm in my house unless they come uh, knocking on my door. I'm not going to see anybody.
2: It's like, look what I got. Uh, yeah. I'm calling the police.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Hey,
3: good, I, good on you, Texas. <laughs> so the New York Times reported on this and uh, they in the amber alert it has an address listed as last seen at this address and the new york times managed to find a phone number listed for that address and they called the person up it Was like oh hey have you guys uh, heard about this at which point the caller or the person on the other end of the phone was like yes i'm aware of this and then promptly hung <laughs> up on it, which I just, you think you're the I first person to call story. here today <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome Oh my god Yeah, so be on the lookout folks you Gotta take that shit seriously uh, So I feel like the, I feel like These two stories kind of go hand in hand But they don't, they have nothing to do with each other But they kind of feel connected in a way uh, Caleb, I know you've got one that you've been watching Why don't you hit us with what you've got
2: Yeah um, A reported YouTube prank Gone wrong resulted in one man Losing his life on Friday night with Nashville's NBC affiliate WSMV bringing word on the incident. Uh, according to the outlet, a 20-year-old named Timothy Wilkes and a friend approached a group of people with butcher knives in a parking lot. Were they huge Nobody butcher knives? They were, <laughs> were they? huge butcher knives.
0: Because that's what Chucky was running with, was a
2: huge butcher that's knife. That's what Chucky was getting. yeah. Um,
1: hey, so they Chucky approached... Lying,
2: that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, they just walked up on a group of people. Um, they were trying to shoot, like, a prank video um, for, like, YouTube, for their YouTube channel. Uh, one member of the group was apparently right. unaware it's of the amateur intent.
3: pranksters, they always go right? off. Right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Um, so one of the people in the group drew a firearm and shot him. <laughs> um, as you, you do. On the scene? They, <laughs> when approached do, by guys with butcher knives. Yeah. Especially in Tennessee, which is where this story is, you yep. know, I mean, everyone, there's arms. It's, just, it's like Texas.
0: Yeah.
2: Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> uh, fuck around and find out, found out. <laughs> fuck around and find out. Uh, police arrived on the scene, learned of the situation, spoke with 23-year-old David Starnes Jr., who reportedly admitted to shooting Wilkes in self-defense. No charges have been filed at the time. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know the laws in Tennessee, but
0: <laughs> I wouldn't imagine there'd be charges filed for standing your ground and defending yourself from a, <laughs> like a knife wielding asshole.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and and you know, I was thinking about this story, and I was like, there seems to be this kind of growing trend where, oh, we can do whatever we want. It's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank, bro. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. I'm poking you so that you and can not be frozen there.
2: Yeah, it was a uh, weird.
0: You're all right. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, you know, it's like I see a lot of prank videos on YouTube and you know, all around on social media, and I like, was just a prank, bro, just a prank. And it's like, well, I mean, you don't live in a closed system here, dude. Like, if you approach someone with a gun or a knife, then they have a gun. Like, they're gonna shoot you. They're gonna yeah. shoot you. So. It's not like you're um, putting shampoo in somebody's hair at the beach shower and they just, every time they wash, they're still shampoo. It's not playing right. games like that. You're no, literally no. pulling a weapon on somebody.
0: Well, and the thing yeah, is, exactly. I mean, it, it had somebody could approach you and say, Give me your money. And then if you like fucking know pull a gun, they're like, Oh, it's a prank. You know, you can't just because somebody says it's a prank after the fact because they got shot doesn't mean that they didn't come at you with a weapon with bad intentions. You don't know any of that. I mean, you got to defend yourself.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just like, what the fuck are you supposed to what, what do you think would happen? Um, <laughs> somebody somebody
0: fucked around funny. and found out. Yeah. Right on. Uh, shit. Uh, Curtis, what do you got? What have you been paying attention to this week?
2: Yeah, uh, Darren Hart. I'm just kidding. I wasn't actually frozen. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice attempt,
0: but no. For those watching the live stream, Curtis is not frozen.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to go through all this, and then I'm just going to do a little thing at the end. Oh, and, real quick.
0: Is this like improv, or is this pre-scripted?
2: No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, so, <laughs> you got uh, me worried about it I, now. I'm worried. <laughs> it's, just, it's something that wasn't mentioned earlier. I just want to mention it real quickly after my story it's um dan Harmon, creator me down. Ooh, who was that
0: <laughs> no idea like, who was that <laughs> Go ahead. what the
2: fuck was that <laughs> that was I funny <laughs> I, think, I think was I think that you some, joey
0: i think somebody was talking to
2: curtis let's take about mm-hmm. five to ten percent offer over there squarely that's dan. creepy <laughs> <laughs> yeah go ahead yeah go ahead guys yeah. all right anyway so um community creator and uh, rick and morty co-creator dan Harmon, i wanted to throw in community um has been given a full series order over at fox for an animated series unnamed so far but it is set in ancient greece and set to uh, premiere in 2022 It's the first project announced since his groundbreaking deal with fox last year and it was the deal was only for um broadcast content only so it won't be streaming like justin roiland's uh, solar opposites on hulu but um Yeah, I'm kind of interested in it, Uh, a cartoon about ancient Greece, and I I like Dan Harmon's writing. Um, I tried watching Solar Opposites, and (laughs) the thing, yeah, it looks like Rick and Morty, but it kind of misses the Dan Harmon aspect. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It was very, very lacking. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited for this.
0: So. All right, did did you have I'm a sure some right performance art you were gonna give us as well? Go ahead, Caleb, and then we'll get back to Curtis in a second. Uh-huh. Go ahead.
2: So no no word on the uh, community movie. I'm assuming from Dan Harmon. Nothing on. yet. <laughs> Not
0: nor yet. the I nor guess. Rick and Morty seasons, uh, what six through or five through ten that they're scheduled to. I mean, they're under right. I mean, contract for <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. yeah. You
2: know, they're, they're yeah. taking
1: a break. May, maybe uh,
0: maybe we don't lose our focus. Maybe we don't split focus. To some other shit when everybody's waiting on the next six seasons that you're contractually obligated to provide of Rick and Morty,
2: six seasons and a movie. And yeah, he
0: he owes us six seasons and a movie. Yes,
2: and a movie. we've got the six seasons of well five from him, but there's six seasons of Community, and yep. we're just we, needing that we need movie. Need six
0: more, six more Rick and Mortys. Anyway, go ahead. You had right. you had some performance uh, art. Is this why you're in a tie tonight? Is this why you're looking slick? Is no, this no, going to no. be it's, like
2: it's no performance? It's, it's actually kind of a downer. Yeah. It's a story that wasn't said earlier. I just want to say actor christopher Plummer, stage and screen actor he passed away this past week and um he is a legend he those of you who don't know who he is if you saw knives out you know who he is he he's was the, the old man, man. in that yeah. movie um he was kevin spacey's replacement and all the money in the world uh he was far back in the day sound of music he's he's in a lot of stuff my favorite one of my favorite performances of his was in Star Trek VI The Undiscovered Country, where he played General Chang, a Klingon with an eye patch, and he was bald and Great. he was fucking amazing. If you don't like Star Trek, badass. he was yeah. badass in that movie. Quote Shakespeare, you've never heard Shakespeare <laughs> like you've heard it in the original Klingon. That's one of the greatest <laughs> lines. <laughs> so, yeah, go watch Star Trek VI The Undiscovered Country. Go watch all of his movies. So, there you
1: go. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember. Uh, actually not discovering him through Sound of Music, actually discovering him through my dad, because my dad showed me Return of the Pink Panther. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were watching, we were actually getting ready to watch the Steve Martin one, and my dad was like, okay, if you're going to see this movie, you have to see where it comes from. Right. So he showed me all, pretty much all, the Peter Sellers one, and we got to Return, and he was like, oh, this guy, so this guy, the character's the actor playing Linden is replaced from the guy you saw earlier with this guy, Christopher Plummer. He is fantastic in this role and is my dad talking to me. And then I, that name stuck in my head and he was obviously great in that movie. Um, and then I, maybe a year or two later, I'm watching National Treasure for the first time. And <laughs> right. on the back of the DVD, I see a, and featuring Christopher Plummer, like in the little text on the bottom. like hey i know that name and then he's only in the movie for the first 10 minutes yeah
0: <laughs> yeah right that's why it was a featuring also starring yeah also yeah. including yeah not even a star but he's good in
1: like even the 10 he's minutes he's good in everything so freaking yeah. compelling yep. he's
0: yeah he's but great he was so
2: good that when he replaced kevin spacey he won an oscar <laughs>
0: yeah exactly <laughs> with yeah. no no prep no lead it's just like hey we need you to read these lines can you handle that Here.
2: Can you do a week's worth of, you know, work that Kevin Spacey spent know. two months doing? Yep, <laughs> Sure. Girl with the dragon tattoo. He's in that as well.
0: Yep. Very good. Uh, Brandon, what about you? I know you got a couple of stories as well for us.
1: Yeah. So um, game show news for you. NBC has picked up uh, a 10 episode order of uh, The Wheel, which is a UK game show that just recently excuse me wrapped up its first season over there on BBC one and it's been their top-rated game show to launch in a decade uh, in over over in Great Britain and uh, this show is is uh, a 42 foot long wheel on on the stage and it's on the floor and there's seven celebrities on each slice of the wheel. And they each brought along a category which they are an expert in. There's three contestants below the wheel who spin around and get chosen at random to come up and play. All they have to do is answer questions correctly to, to keep their place on the wheel. If they get a question wrong, they go down and they may or may not come back up again. <laughs> and each question is... Is you get money for it, um, obviously, and you can win a life changing sum of money. The highest I've seen on the UK show, which episodes are on YouTube, uh, is about eh, a little less than a hundred thousand pounds, so maybe like sixty eight, seventy something. Um, so somewhere around there, but knowing NBC, they'll jack it up to a billion dollars somehow. Um, which they're just known to do, yeah. Not not even sponsorships. They just like big money sob story game shows. Like obviously they have the wall, so now they'll have the wheel. And this is not spin the wheel, which was done by the creator of the wall, which aired on Fox. Um, and in the UK, it's hosted by comedian Michael McIntyre, um, whose many clips of his stand-up and other shows have gone are very popular on YouTube, and so uh yeah it's a really fun show the rules are kind of confusing i don't know if they're gonna streamline that for the (laughs) u for the u.s show i hope they do because there's definitely a way to do it um to have the the gimmick but also make the rules make sense Um, that
0: would be helpful yeah typically
1: yeah um and the other bit of news I have is a more popular show that we all know, Wipeout. The revival of Wipeout for TBS has has uh, been given a premiere date and a and a full length trailer. The trailer features the new hosts Nicole Byer and John Cena, along with uh, I can't pronounce her last name, but her name's Camille. She'll be the Jill Wagner, um, and I think she's Rob Gronkowski's girlfriend. Uh, I think. Uh, so, uh, but a nice, cool change they made is in light of, like, shows like American Injury and Holy Moly, now at least at the final round, though, the Wipeout Zone, Nicole and John are actually on the field, on set, um, giving live reactions as opposed to doing the whole show via green screen. So, that's a nice little touch. And the game's gonna be streamlined three rounds instead of four. I think it's gonna be a lower... I think the prize money is going to be cut in half from fifty to twenty-five thousand. It's going to be on TBS. Um, still, probably an hour long, um, but still, it, it looks like it's going to be super, super fun.
0: This is the version um, so, where somebody died competing, or after well, yeah, competing. Well, yeah. Well, actually,
1: or, um, somebody died during season two of the original one. Yeah. From pretty much the same reason.
0: Yep. Um, so somebody <laughs> passed out at the end of the course and the j- hosts yep. are over there cracking jokes like oh they look what really tired it's like no they're fucking dead yeah <laughs> you you know, st- um, stay stay in your lane Earth there Street. john cena but but
1: <laughs> sorry to bury the lead but uh the show will premiere on tbs april 1st which is fitting april uh, yeah Fool's Day, and i nice, nice, uh
0: we'll see if it actually premieres. a
1: nice laugh for uh for uh yeah okay did you guys
2: know that former Screen Junkies host Andy Signor was on that wipeout back in the day? I remember. Really? It was really <laughs> disgusting. He was so snotty. <laughs> awesome.
0: Well, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. You can send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC podcast, links to that, all of that, and a lot more over at popgoestheculture.com. We got a few folks. Hey, there's Tara watching from work tonight. Good to see you. On that note, we are going to take a quick break. Coming up, we are going to be talking celebrity crushes, your man crushes, your woman crushes, all of it, and we're going to be taking a look at what's coming up in the next week in entertainment and pop culture. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this.
2: And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast.
0: All right, so this week... We are talking celebrity crushes in uh, preparation for Valentine's Day. We wanted to know, we asked on social media, that was this week's pop quiz, it was a, a fill-in-the-blank or an essay question, I guess. Who are your celebrity crushes? Uh, we said we're using the crush simply because it's Valentine's Day. This doesn't have to be sexual or romantic. We're just we're looking for the men and women who have an energy, a charisma that, that you dig. Um, and so we had some um, uh, well uh, we had one so we had one person who actually said and it's weird when you start talking about this shit like Brad abandoned ship we have people didn't show up to record tonight nobody wants to talk celebrity crashes. but fuck them we're going to do it anyway and they can just uh, that's, they just lost out on, on this so anyway we had uh, I know he's watching right now so I'm going to mention him. we had Dylan Smith on Facebook uh, he gave us two he said uh, number one Stevie Nicks and number two Alicia Keys so digging that. Uh, I know he likes K- the musics. Uh, he does. He's into the musics. Uh, so we're going to dig into ours. Uh, and if you're on the live stream, if you're watching, use the chat. Tell us, Tara, who uh, who your uh, celebrity crushes are, male and female, your your man crush and your woman crush as we dig into this. Uh, so who wants to go first? Who's got a couple of celebrity crushes? I know Caleb's got one that he threw out there. So I'll let him give his man crush and then uh, come up with a woman crush for us as well. What do you got, uh, Caleb?
2: I like Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, I like Chris Pratt's energy.
0: I think he's um, in your league. Him.
2: Yeah. Uh, liked him in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just ignoring that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's not you. Pratt sent me a message that said, I will murder you.
0: <laughs> so, he Thanks, know, so, well, <laughs> then he needs to send you a, a different answer. All right. Go ahead. Chris yeah. Pratt
2: uh yeah chris pratt liked him in parks and rec um that was kind of you know everybody saw him there um he you know got really good looking for uh, guardians of the galaxy kept his energy um let's see so yeah i just i, I dig his I, I mean he's done a lot of other stuff um but forget bride wars yeah I saw um, I saw a meme with Chris Pratt. It was from uh, it was just this week, and it was from Parks and Rec. He's like, "What this one time when I pooped, I wiped, and then I wiped, and I wiped, and I wiped, yeah. and there was still
1: poop." He <laughs> <laughs> left my ass. Off. But one of my favorite jokes from Parks and Recreation, probably because I've seen the clip so many times of them explaining how it happened, is when he. S- is when he improv the line about uh, during the flu season or the flu day episode where he said, uh, Leslie, I type your symptoms into the figure and he says and it oh. says you have network connectivity problems. Yeah. <laughs> that line was completely improvised. He's yeah. a good guy.
2: I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. So. Screw everybody on Twitter. That's I'm can- canceling because yeah. he's a
1: Christian.
2: Yeah, you know. And- I don't think
0: it's so much the Christian part that they're having problems with. It's some of the okay. other shit that goes on, but yeah. He he, he um, is not the asshole this week, so we're going to leave that out of here. We only do that yeah, once not, per show.
2: Not for now, knock on wood, but I <laughs> right. hear he's got like a farm and like raises his own like sheep and stuff and just kind of does his own thing. And
0: He's married you know? to one of the Schwarzeneggers.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, um, I liked it when he was married to Anna Ferris, but you know, Schwarzenegger is the Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah, so that's my pick.
0: Right on, very good. How about your woman crush? You got to give us the other side as well.
2: I didn't um, know we were doing both.
0: Oh yeah, you got to do both. Yeah,
2: same. Um, dang, right that's Um Man, that is hard because uh, there's a lot of them. Um, start
0: start running down the list then, and we'll we'll stop you when you get hot. Too hot um, to, to continue.
2: <laughs> too hot to handle. Aubrey Plaza, of I Netflix. think. Yeah! Oh, Are
0: stay, stayin you yeah. yes, yeah, staying in the Parks and Rec realm. Um,
2: yeah, staying in the Parks and Rec realm. But yeah. man. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to you there, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, your perfect night is the both of them, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Curtis. Hey, hey Curtis. <laughs>
2: To a five to ten
3: percent offer over there, squarely down.
0: Thank you, uh,
3: <laughs>
2: awesome, loved it. So, yeah,
0: Sounds all right, great. very good. So, somebody's been watching reruns of Parks and Rec this week. Uh, who else wants to go next? <laughs> what Brandon, do you got go first, Brandon? What, Brandon, what do you got? Okay,
1: so Man Crush,
0: and I've said this for a while, I already know who you're gonna go with, and uh, hold on, I'm gonna write it down. And then if I and then once you give your pick, uh, we're gonna see if I had it right or not. Okay, hold on. Okay. And so this is exclusive content for those watching the live stream. All right, you go ahead. I've got it right my, here.
1: Nope. My go man ahead. Man crush. Uh huh. I actually have two. Okay. I have this,
0: a man I've crush. I've got one of them written down here, but.
1: Frank Langella.
0: Okay, <laughs> got that's that's what I have here. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs>
1: And uh, I have a bromance with Hector Elizondo.
0: Okay, well I uh-huh. I was I was two for two, so that's solid solid work on my end. I'm
1: not
0: detectiveing
2: when I, you said Frank
1: Langella.
2: I'm thinking him as Nixon and Frost Nixon. Like, See, I was thinking Skeletor Ooh, in yeah. Masters of the
0: Universe. So. I,
2: I know both <laughs> people are thinking Skeletor, but I wasn't. I was thinking Nixon. Okay,
1: so who did you have on your?
0: I have got you can't read it. There we go.
1: Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Justin- Timberlake. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that'd be too easy. No. Yeah. He brought Sexy back. He did bring Sexy um, back. But uh, no, it's Frank Langella because the first time I saw him was really in a weird kind (laughs) of circumstance. Because (laughs) Where's the story
0: going? (laughs) He was on a Disney
1: Channel movie. And usually for those Disney Channel movies... Okay, well... Usually on Disney Channel movies, they don't get like... Like, he's kind of a big regarded actor. Like, he's not like super super famous but he's really well respected in the industry and to see him on a disney channel movie like usually when you get like usually these disney channel movies are like disney stars and young up-and-coming actors and whatnot and then when i later found out who he was and i was like what was he doing there and uh, uh, but the disney channel movie i actually really love is called a now you see it which was about magic and i'm a big magic fan and i saw had, a porno like, called that
0: I saw, yeah, a theatrical yeah. <laughs> release called that.
1: No, that's now you see me. Don't get the two confused. No, that was
0: um, the man. that's and the that's the one with the uh, DiCaprio in the airport.
1: No, that's Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> yeah, Tom that's Cruise. I mean. Yeah.
0: Um, no,
1: but, uh, Tom Cruise is a solid pick, but um, <laughs> but nobody's picked uh, Tom Cruise. So Frank right. Langella like and and now you see it. He played an evil magician. <laughs>
0: He fi- I could Evil see Magician
1: that. Who was, who was trying to steal like the young promising magicians real magic powers?
0: Yeah, that that's the plot of Masters of the Universe as well. Yeah. <laughs> With Frank um, Langella trying it to Frank
1: steal Calizondo I've always loved the like the Gary Marshall movies he's been in, so Yeah. So
0: So let's go. So is okay, anybody We, we got to do your woman crush now.
1: Okay. Uh also too, um when I was younger which is still now. Uh, <laughs> to so say like, ten minutes ago, like, yeah, like like ten ten years ago, it was uh, Victoria Justice because I was watching Nickelodeon a lot back then, and and like I was really into magic. That I was like, oh my god, she'd be the most perfect assistant <laughs> Be my weird. Because that's where old.
0: that's because that's where everybody else is heading with that too. Is like, oh yeah, she'd be a great yeah, magician's no. assistant. No,
1: for <laughs> sure i was a weird 16 year old uh,
0: <laughs> she would be a great ed mcmahon to my uh no <laughs> to my johnny carson
1: yeah. yeah yeah for sure um who was also a magician so it works uh and but now it's anna kendrick and we and i've mentioned it before but uh, you should watch voices what's that what you should watch voices oh what's that shh
2: uh, it's a movie with ryan reynolds where his dog and his cat talk to him and he's crazy and a Kendrick's in
1: it oh yeah I, like I'm google that uh, <laughs> yeah, um it's, what, it's what, interesting. What's my favorite well I, I love pitch perfect i love those pitch perfect movies they're they're just decent fun comedies and uh music dancing kind of funny stuff in it it's just i love those um I really enjoyed a simple favor. Her and Blake Lively. That was really good. Of course, uh, I, I I haven't seen the second one, but I, I I thought the first Strolls was fun. And of course, Justin Timberlake, so it helps. And also, around the same time of like ten years ago, like I also had a big crush on me Kunis because uh, also Justin Timberlake, because friends friends with benefits. So yeah, that's All right. my choices.
0: Very nice. good So let's see uh, Curtis Let's get yours next Let's go with All your right. You want to go with your man crush or your woman crush?
2: I'll go with man crush first I guess Since I didn't it's know himself. we were doing this It's myself <laughs> That's yeah. why he's dressed I up tonight in the mirror. I put on the lipstick My am like, you fuck me
1: <laughs> I'd fuck, fuck me you. No, okay. Um, okay
2: No Um. I had to like come up with this For
0: Go ahead. Are we turning
2: into morning radio? Is this morning (laughs) radio? Are we Mad Cow? And we're (laughs) back. And we're (laughs) back. Welcome to Mad Cow in the morning. (laughs) Anyway, um, decided to come up with this within the last five minutes. I was like, who is someone that I like? Who I could like want to be more as like a crush and like. Someone who is handsome, fit, and has a sense of humor. Because I'm not handsome, I'm not fit, but I do have a sense of humor.
0: So you're swinging out of your league here, is what you're saying.
2: Just a bit. All right, right,
0: go ahead.
2: only person I can think of, John Barrowman, Captain Jack.
0: Oh. Ooh, is he is out of your league. Good luck.
2: That is a pretty <laughs> man yeah. who is very fit, and he has a great sense of humor. So that is yeah. my pick. Like, that's a good that's, choice. That's a dude that's just like, look, I can get dudes, but I can get chicks because that's who I am. So, yeah. I the John Barrow
1: earlier this year. Arrow? No, no. no. Uh, it was a show that's they have it on Amazon Prime, and it was just some show he did in uh he did for Channel Four in England uh, called Small Animal Hospital, and the whole it's it's just like a nonfiction series. It's like a documentary series of. Him like being a volunteer, not like him observing surgeries and things at a small veterinary hospital in Scotland, in Glasgow. And the whole show is him in his Scottish accent. I, I could see him. I could
2: see him being like the doctor that's got like the the radiant glow behind him as he picks up a baby dough and just like heals it with his hands it's really
1: like you'd think that but it's really not like that it's like he, he's kind of he's like kind of like sunlight comes there and like <laughs> interviews the people coming in with their with their sick pets and everything or sick or injured pets and and um it was a fun just a little 15 episodes half hour each just a fun little cute show and uh he's a great like outside of that he's a great Uh, Just a host MC Uh, He's Mm. done game shows He did one called Pressure Pad in the UK He did a show here called Singer Face Off Mm. I don't know if any of you saw that But it was basically I didn't, uh, but I've heard of it um, Mm -hmm. It it only lasted three weeks But they already They filmed six episodes And they did two episodes a week Every Saturday night for three weeks So they just burned them off It was on ABC Primetime (laughs) And uh and, like, it was five celebrities who would get completely made up, like, prosthetics and everything. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to say we'd get completely star. naked. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <And> <laughs> I don't Barrett know and Yeah. And he was yeah. a very um,
1: kind. <laughs> famous pop stars. So, like, you'd had like, Lisa Rena being Justin Bieber and Sebastian Bach being Adam Levine and... John Lovitz uh, was Elton John. Oh, one, one episode. I'd rather have Elton John. <laughs> yeah, know. It, it was. I'd rather skip show. that guy. And like Daryl Hammond was one of the judges from SNL. It was I like it was a Hammond. fever dream. It was a fever dream of a show. Well, that's right. my male I uh, guess crush. Okay, um, sorry for taking over,
2: Chris. You're it's fine. Right. You're fine. <laughs> my female crush. Um, I'm. Abby Lee. Abby Lee was in Mad Max: Fury Road. She's one of the uh, one of his the wives, what are you concubines. The wives. Yeah. I'm glad you said that before I said uh, bitches. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she was also in the Neon Demon. And if you've not seen the Neon Demon, you owe it yourself to see the Neon Demon, and then you can come back and tell me how much of an asshole I am. So <laughs> the Neon Demon, she's. <laughs> As much as you want to call me an asshole after watching that movie, you will be like, "Look, I, I get it. abby Lee is fucking beautiful. She's great. Um, she was also in Lovecraft Country. Even though Joey and I did a podcast about Lovecraft
0: Country, <laughs> it was um, not good. there was
2: two episodes. There were two episodes we liked out of however many episodes ten, there were
0: eight, ten, whatever it was, yeah,
2: ten or eight. Um, it, it was you know it was a show that had a great concept." wasn't executed very well. No but she you know she's very kind on the eyes. Um, she's a model first and foremost and she's very uh, uh, very great. I' don't know what else to say? That's All my right. crush. I, I, I uh, would like to get to know her intellectually so
0: <laughs> on a spiritual level. <laughs> biblically <laughs> the
2: one with the teeth <laughs> weird teeth. You should really watch *The
0: Neon Demon*. Fair enough. All right, uh, is, Brad. Is Brad back. I'm, I'm glad Brad, back. Brad came back so that you could not fuck him over on this. Brad, <laughs> Good, we. Because I was or, going to say something. I
3: yeah, was, I, I know you were. <laughs> I managed to wrap up what I was doing, and I, I'm back. And I don't exactly know what the fuck we're doing, to be honest. We are it's doing our. Run.
0: We're doing our crushes. We're doing our man crushes and our woman crushes. So give us. You
2: got a man crush. Give
0: us the man crush. Nothing.
2: I'm off
3: guard. Fuck, I'd have to think on that because I've never All really right. thought on that. <laughs> uh, well, give I us your woman crush then. Uh, Hold on, look, gonna he's gonna say,
0: gonna... Go uh, ahead. Right, what about your woman crush, Brad?
3: Um honestly, uh I guess I'm gonna go with um fuck mopping shit over. Uh Gillian Jacobs from Community okay i get it that's kind of primarily what i know her for I'm, right i'm space elder britta but um, what are you guys talking I don't about know, she's <laughs> like she, she gets shat on a lot on that show like her character does but she's like ridiculously funny she and uh, i've seen her in other shit too um i think the first thing i ever saw her in was an episode of fringe but like she's always been kind of a consistently underrated actress, and uh, I would like to see her in more movies because I feel like since *Communities* ended, she did that show on Netflix called *Love*, which was all right. It was a but, great like, she show. She hasn't really had too many high-profile roles since that
2: she's got,
0: someone but, she's hey, got the I old navy ads what are you talking about
2: was, <laughs> look, when the uh, Russo brothers were doing the Marvel movies she's like someone I think would have benefited from a cameo like you know everyone else that they cameo from community
0: or she Can't could be have sure. been Captain Marvel <laughs> just saying
2: right <laughs> no like she's great she's one of the one of the only characters her character Brita on community who's like her character arc is a the only arc where her character progressively gets dumber right and
3: dumber a little bit
2: yeah yeah it's kind of it's like she starts out as like the typical stereotypical like i'm you know i'm kind of cute i wear the leather jacket but i'm smart and then by the end of the series she's the fucking joke yeah. that everyone makes and it's like y- you see that progress and her life also as a character gets worse and worse and it's like the only character arc that doesn't advance upwards it advance downwards and right. it's kind of great very good Brad? Great,
3: like just to add to that like season one she's like a fully fledged like adult and then season right. six like you meet her parents and you realize she's like a fucking teenager
0: still at heart yeah
1: yeah, but, uh, uh, she was in a anyway. movie uh, one of my friends worked on. What was that? One. uh, Choke? uh Magic Camp.
2: Oh, I heard of that. Plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, my
1: friend, just yeah, a I, moment, yeah, the magician from it. Magic for Humans uh, was the magic consultant on that movie. So, uh, she was pretty good in that. Right on. What's your male crush?
0: Your man crush. Okay, before
3: I... Can I get a recap of like everyone else's Man Crush since I wasn't here for that?
0: we can go around the horn. Uh, Let's see. Mm -hmm. We Caleb had good Chris Pratt. Yeah, Uh, Brandon went with
1: Franklin Jella and Hector Elizondo. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: at the
3: same time?
1: (laughs) Oh no, no! no. Hell yeah, at the same time. Sorry, so fucking
3: awkward.
2: Franklin Jella cracked
0: me up. (laughs) That's startling. Curtis, Curtis, you got yours. I
3: would have guessed Justin Timberlake for you. I know, that's, I what, know I I know that's, that's, that's what I guessed. That's my guess. That it's that. right, Joey, has wow. down. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no, it's
1: freaking oh, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, <laughs> I know, it's out of the blue. Wow. Oh, shit. Blue. Oh, shit. Uh,
3: Curtis, who did you I have again? Drink Frost Nixon as well. Wait, well, actually. I'm picturing him now from the box where he had half a face.
1: Is that <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. No. Evil magician My from was, an old Disney Channel movie. Mine Curtis. Was John Barrowman.
0: Good. Yes, John Barrowman for Curtis.
1: John Barrowman? Yep.
0: Curtis yeah. is swinging out of his nice. league, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody, else that that like,
2: his actions. everybody else is. Everybody else is punching in their lane. I yeah.
0: Could,
2: I was like, <laughs> who's someone that I could astri- like you know, want to be? Like, I'm not handsome. I'm not uh fit but I, I have a sense of humor. John Barrowman is all three of those, so there you go. Punching up. I know what Brad's is. Brad's okay. is Dom Deloise
0: <laughs> Dom Delawise. Very nice. <laughs>
2: hey work with he Jelly in the twelve mind. chairs.
0: Uh, who do you got, Brad?
3: Uh, I'm trying to think of like an, an actor who I'm trying to think of an actor who's like every time I see him, I genuinely enjoy their performance. Right. And the only person that comes to mind is more of like Brandon Speed. It's <laughs> Frank Langella. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not really eye candy. Right. Who, <laughs> no, Capaldi? Capaldi's fun. Not yeah. really
3: eye candy, but uh, no. literally. Yeah. Every oh. time, everything I've ever seen him in, whether it's you know the thick of it, Doctor Who. um, like he's in the Bean Torchwood. movie, I think briefly. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, he's in the Bean movie.
2: Torchwood. Uh, yeah, he was uh, on Torchwood. Children. Was, his what, what his was character was
3: fucking one? depressing on Torchwood. It's
2: very depressing. Children on of Earth.
3: But like, even he was even in like a uh, like I think the second season of a British series called Skins, playing like one of the teenage uh, main characters, like dads, and he's fucking hilarious and everything I've ever seen. Right on. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll just throw that out part. there,
0: just because. No, that's a good that's a good pick. We'll take it. Oh, that's going to be great. weird. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, so that's good. That's we got good picks. Uh, we've got Tara. What about you, I'll, Joey? I'll get to mine. I got oh. Tara on the on the Facebook chat. Says uh, for her man crush, she's going with David Diggs from Hamilton. Snowpiercer. Hey, hey, hey!
2: I repre- I, I, I I respect that because yeah, I, I he's a great actor. He's a great singer. singer
0: he's funny. Great, he's a dancer.
2: Great rapper. Like, yep. I love his music, man. Yep. he his his was like the I one
0: commercial. His was like the one commercial during the Super Bowl that I caught because I happened to be walking through the room. I'm like, "Oh, hey!" Right? There he is. I
2: forgot about. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And he makes industrial rap, which is not something a lot of people do. and yeah. it's great.
0: <laughs> and then uh, her woman crush was Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons from HBO's Game of Thrones, and also in a nice. shitty Terminator movie uh, a while back.
2: Why do you got to bring it out
0: right uh, I'm just saying it was a shitty and Terminator lamb
2: movie. movie. Look, you know, me and Tara have this weird history where, like, she kind of hates me, but you know, I support her. Like, Amelia Clark's great. <laughs> oh, listen to you! Is, you.
0: Is that why you're dressed up today? <laughs> Are you trying to like smooth things over with Tara after you guys have been at each other's throats for you're what has it been May a year, and year and a half now? Baby doll,
2: all <laughs> right? Like, me and Tara have been hey. cool for a minute. Okay. Hey, yes.
3: Curtis, if yes. I remember correctly, she went out of her way to watch Apocalypse Now for you. Did you ever watch Princess Bride again?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Did you? What'd you think of it? It's all right. I, okay.
3: I almost don't believe you.
0: I'm pretty sure I don't either. <laughs> You're lying you <to> your <laughs> fucking... <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to... I don't know if I believe
2: her in watching Apocalypse <laughs> Now. That's a three-hour movie. Uh,
0: we're going to have to watch oh, Party All That Shit someday.
2: Hours. Yeah. <laughs> i uh,
3: remember her reaction was not very enthusiastic so i believe that a person like her probably
2: watched that movie she she says if if, it's
3: like yeah no i'm done
2: with
0: this
2: it's It's like when i took kirsten to see apocalypse now the final cut she was like when the movie ended she was so depressed and then we were driving home and i'm just like she's like you know and then they killed brando at the end her cut with that with that car- that cow and I was like it's a caribou and she's like yeah I was like well you know one of those was real she's like what I'm like yeah they killed Brando I'm just kidding no they killed a real caribou and she like lost her shit on me and yelled at me for 20 minutes I'm like I'm sorry I didn't know you were a Pete enthusiast anyway All right. whatever. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna interject Amelia uh, Clark also did Castle Rock on Hulu
0: no it's- she didn't
2: yeah, she didn't. Oh, she no, <laughs> that was what, another what, one. What, what, what character are one you one? thinking? Yeah. Um, like I think Jane Levy was in it, but I don't
3: yeah, I think, think it was Jane Levy. Lizzie like, Kaplan was I think, in it.
2: Geez, I think. Jane Levy is pretty cute. Not what she was in Evil Dead, though. <laughs> hey Tara,
3: you don't, I don't like you. one-armed women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So let's see. So I've great. got mine. Yeah, my bad. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked up. All right. I fucked let's see. Up. <laughs> I've got. I'll start with my man crush. <laughs> uh, I dug this dude from probably from the first Hangover movie. Yeah, um, Yeah. Bradley uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper is who Galvanus, I'm going with. Right? <laughs> between between I mean, the Hangover I mean, movies, which... <laughs> it was I mean, that
2: or Omar Epps. I wasn't sure. No, no. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you, again, racist? Listen to you. They're all no, the same no, they're to parents. me. <laughs> they are the same last name. <laughs> they racist. all look like me. They don't work well, I Fucking I racist. Hey, <laughs> breaking... <laughs> oh, <they're> shit. <laughs> breaking I news breaking news we have a new asshole of the week uh curtis <laughs> is, is <taking laughs> at the
2: line, cousins. they just apparently don't i don't know if, I, I my theory is they don't like each other so they don't work in movies together
0: fair enough <laughs> so i go with bradley cooper for my man crush uh the dude is great in the uh uh fucking star is born a couple years ago uh Showed a lot of range as a director and an actor and singing, so uh, I'll go with Bradley Cooper for mine. Uh, he's
2: great in White Hot American Summer.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and then then I, he's
1: good in Parks I and Recreation to, too. <laughs> they a made a secret. Before um, we move on from Bradley Cooper, ten years later. Yeah.
0: Go ahead.
2: Saying,
3: there's for? a there's a movie I saw called The Comebacks, which is really kind of dumb. It started. It uh, started David Kochner. But Bradley Cooper has, like, a bit part in that, and every word he says is unintelligible. It's like the assistant coach from Waterboy. Mm-hmm. He's right. fucking hilarious. <laughs> because they, like, they subtitle it, and it's, like, the most fucked up thing <laughs> in
2: <the show. laughs> You, okay, I know I mentioned one hot American summer. There was the show called The State or something. I'm confused as to which was which, but right. it was David Wayne, Michael Showalter, and Michael Ian Black. There was Stella. an episode that they did. Stella, It was Stella or The State. It was one of the two. I don't remember. Yeah. But there's an episode that has Julie Bowen from um, um, Modern Family and Bradley Cooper. And so, like, he hires those three to rake his yard. And then she shows up as like the fairy godmother to like help them out but then he turns out to be the devil and I don't know where I'm going with this but it I don't just either so fucking, it was so fucking <laughs> hysterical because like you think of Bradley Cooper in these movies like whatever but like you can look back at his early stuff and he's like he's, he's a bit he, of a prestige actor at times <laughs> he's a bit prestige but like he, he's not afraid to like just do some Go for,
0: yeah, do some <laughs> some goofy stupid and, and, shit and, and, which is what's fun he, that's what and,
2: even Julie Bowen, who's like, "I'm the fairy godmother. I'm going to pretend to masturbate while you fucking rake leaves." <laughs> <laughs> like that's the level of comedy here. And it gets quiet.
1: Yeah. Well, okay
0: then.
2: Bradley Cooper's you a solid so pick. Fucking awkward. Bro. Bradley <laughs> Cooper's a great pick. Bradley yeah, Cooper
0: Bradley. is a great pick.
2: I look, I have more respect for
0: you, Joey. All right. And then for my woman crush, uh,
3: <laughs> the bar was low. <laughs> <Rosie
0: O'Donnell. laughs> Thank you. No, my woman crush. So I'll probably be one of the few people that will be, will throw these movie titles out and actually know who I'm talking about. Uh, License to Drive, the old Corey Haim, Corey Feldman flick. Digstown with Lewis Gossett Jr. and James Woods. Uh, that's when I first it was introduced to her work. Uh, she has also... James
3: Woods?
0: No, the gal I'm going to talk about. <laughs> uh, she's been in just about... I mean, she's been in some great stuff since then. And I did not make the connection until sitting here looking at this, but she was also in The Hangover, the first one. Uh, I'm going with Heather Graham.
2: That's a good pick, oh, Austin Powers Two, the
0: shagged me. Austin Powers uh, Two, uh, Boogie well, you Nights. Fucking, You've been watching the bo-
2: fucking movie, fucking roller girls. <laughs> <Come laughs>
0: yeah. <on now. laughs> uh, anger Management. I mean, she's been in so many. Just if she she plays, she can play. You know, she can play. She can play it straight. She can play it goofy as hell. She's she's just seems she like can she play a missionary. Like, she just seems like she's just she's a lot she's she's a lot of fun. I imagine the days on set with her are probably. Pretty, pretty fun. Just because she just the energy, the attitude, not taking herself seriously. Yeah,
2: I, I, you know, I, I discovered her through the Austin Powers movies, and out of all three of those, she was always my favorite of his. The best you know, Powers Austin. girl. Yeah, yeah, the best Powers girl. She just seemed like she was a lot of fun. She's like, I'm just kind of game for anything. Whereas mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hurley's like, I'm British. I'm British. Kind yeah. have standards. And Beyonce just like. It's just
0: Beyonce. <laughs> just, just Beyonce, being Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are my That's two good, picks. I have to yeah. throw this out there. Yeah,
3: I have to throw this out there on Heather Graham because, like, um, people talk about like ages, ageless actors.
1: <coughs> right. Excuse
3: me, oh, I, I had dinner a little bit ago. Uh, ageless actors, and like they bring up like James Marsden and um, Paul Rudd and people like that. Heather Graham, I feel like I haven't seen her in anything in like the past couple years, but I feel like she's kind of an ageless actress. Like she doesn't look like she's aged a whole lot in the past.
0: No, she, she's, she's, she's she's been thirty five like, her entire career.
2: She's like she, Paul Rudd. Her Paul yeah, Rudd like, came from like the same gene pool or something.
0: Yeah. No, she's she was been, also th- in
2: Twin Peaks. Was she? She was in the second season of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh well, well, that's why I don't a, care. Exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> second mean, no, like, season. It, it, it's, there's kind of an importance like she actually yeah, solved the murder okay pretty much and like when david Lynch left he was like you know what? <laughs> fuck you this is my david Lynch do you your david fuck Lynchworth. you guys there i'm you out of here and then he comes back like two episodes before it ends i'm going to course correct Wish you weren't okay fucking so awkward, it was fixed. another possibly well probably unpopular opinion but I'm willing to try is I have tried to start Twin Peaks like two or three times. Yeah. And the pilot, I get like halfway through the pilot and I just I'm just like, ugh. So it, is it's it it's a hard show to get into. Is it worth it to just soldier through? <laughs> it's worth it to soldier <laughs> through the like, first season. Because the first season's six episodes. Okay. The second season, you watch the first seven, they solve the murder. You skip everything else in season two until the final episode. And then you watch Fire Walk With Me, the movie, and then you watch season three. That's what hard you do. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> fuck, hard fuck, no. You. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck like you. You just did it. Season two like... sucks.
3: <laughs> Season three I is I like it's a hard no <laughs> on most David Lynch things, to be it's, honest. Is
1: that, is that uh, like the machete cut of Twin Peaks? Like how I've they never, have the Machete Cut for Star Wars, where you watch it in the cut. You not know what I'm talking about? No.
2: Nope.
1: You, you keep saying Machete Cut, and I'm just thinking of Danny Trejo.
0: I know. I was thinking Andy <laughs> Machete, the director. I'm like, he didn't direct any of this shit. No, <laughs> no, it's
1: like Danny uh, Trejo's Machete out episodes He doesn't like. I think it's called the Machete Order, where there there's like a way to watch the Star Wars movies, like the first six Star Wars movies where you start with uh a new hope and then you then you go back yeah and then you skip phantom menace you watch uh attack of the clones uh then revenge of the shift then you come back to empire strikes back return of the jedi and you basically see see um luke first you see luke start his journey then you go back and see anakin go to the dark side and then you see Luke's opposite journey where he goes to the light. It's called the Machete Order. And so basically what you said is the Twin Peaks version of that. Caleb is bored. <laughs> I just so she I, I mean I've heard
2: I've heard of watching all Star
1: Wars <laughs> like that,
2: but like I just Nah. I'll, I'll say but. this about David Lynch. You have to be kind of a fan of David Lynch to enjoy Twin Peaks. And when I say enjoy oh Twin no. Peaks, you have to enjoy the Twin Peaks oh he was involved with. Can he was not like- involved with a lot of season two. Like, a lot of season two just sucks and it's stupid. Like, it is fucking stupid. And it's because he was just like, you made me solve the murder. The thing that was going for it was like no one solved the murder and that was the story and you made me solve it so fuck you while i'm leaving and then when he came back it's just like oh oh that's what's the interesting part like the way they ended season two when he came back was like what the fuck happened and we didn't know for 20 years
3: okay Curtis, are you sure you don't want to change your
2: man crush to David Lynch?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say.
2: (laughs) David Lynch was on uh, Cleveland show. Was on the Cleveland show. I think he was on a lot of
0: things at some point.
2: He was also
1: on the. He was also in Louis. A lot of
3: drugs, probably too.
1: I will tell you, the first time I figured out, the first time like I saw any glimpses of like Twin Peaks, speaking of of David Lynch. I can't remember how old I was, but I remember years before that, I watched Jimmy Neutron. And they had an episode where they were in the room, the red room from Twin Peaks. And then when I saw like a still or something from Twin Peaks, just like on the internet somewhere, I was like, wait a second, that's the room from Jimmy Neutron. But it came from Twin Peaks. Like, just, right David trying. Lynch is an,
2: is an acquired taste and, You know, it's yeah. not for everybody I like yeah. weird shit I, I discovered Lost Highway when I was really young And I was like, I'm kind of hooked on this And so I discovered everything David Lynch After that, including Eraserhead Thank you, Tara, so much Look, I've already thought Thank you for this Thank you so much for this Like, seriously, <laughs> really Tara, so thank you awkward, Well, see I kind of enjoyed Mulholland Drive Oh, drives great. And so I was like, you know, I was like Twin Peaks, but like I just that pilot. I just I get slowed down. But it, it sounds like it may be worth just like sticking with it for season one and then reevaluating. You, and then uh, stick it through season one, the first seven episodes of season two, and then watch season three in the movie. Hmm. Uh, that is Lost a Lost Highway. Lost that, Highway is great. Lost
0: that's Island. a that's a that's a discussion topic for another podcast. Shows that we started and could not fucking power through. I, because right. <laughs> I, yeah, I think there's a Joey, few of those. Joey's like, look, we've got time. Like, <laughs> I, no, no, we <laughs> can do that. One. That is a, that is a another. <laughs> that's another a episode. Show is that would fall on That. List. Oh yeah, I think that's. A, I think actually, I think that's gonna be a good discussion for a future show. That'll work. Dead is on yeah, that.
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right.
0: Well, that is uh, our celebrity crushes. Thanks to everybody who commented online, in the chat, everybody here participating as well. Fuck you guys who decided not to participate because, I don't know, whatever. You didn't want to come out and tell hey, us Kenny, who your crushes were. Kenny
2: say why he's hey, not on here tonight?
0: No, I haven't heard from Kenny today or this week, actually. Not since the, not since the other super secret project we're working on for next month. It's the last time I heard from him, and that was probably over the weekend. So anyhow, we'll tease that later. This week's pop quiz, because it is Valentine's Week, Valentine's Weekend, Valentine's Week, uh, we asked about celebrity crushes. This one's going to be a little bit different. It's still a fill-in-the-blank or essay question or whatever you want to call it. But our question this week, our pop quiz question is, who is your favorite romantic couple in entertainment and pop culture. This can be fictional or it can be like legit, actual human beings. Uh, We're not going to discuss it today. We're not going to discuss it today. (laughs) We're going to talk about it next week, but we want your comments. We want to know who your uh, favorite romantic couple in entertainment and pop culture is. And then we'll talk about it. we'll talk about your results, your comments, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about our favorite romantic couples in entertainment and pop culture on next week's episode. You can vote by giving us your comments, your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you can't miss them. We will bring you the results, your comments on the next brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, Friday night, we're going to do another watch party. Curtis, are you going to be available for this one? Friday night, we are doing a Valentine's Day special. Uh, it's the last drive-in Valentine's Day special over on Shutter. We are going to be having a watch party. That starts, the, the show starts at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, there's a countdown that runs beforehand, so we'll have part of that. Again, with the cast, the watch parties, the way this works, it's a free account. You go to cast. I think it's like cast.gg. Uh, you go to cast. You sign up for a free account, cost you nothing, and then you click on the link on our website or on our social media pages. It'll take you to our our room, our channel, um, and then you request access to join the watch party. After you've been given access, you can come back anytime. So, like, if Curtis is available and joins us, then he's already been approved, so he doesn't have to ask for uh, access again. Once we approve you, you are you are good f- to go for every watch party going forward on Plus, that channel. Uh,
2: we don't know what the movie is yet.
0: Haven't heard what the movies are yet, so no, don't know. Okay. Um, so, again – It's at
2: 8 yeah. o'clock.
0: It's 8 o'clock central. Yes, uh, we will start probably about uh, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. We'll start approving any requests we have to join the watch party. uh, So that way we can get everybody in by uh, the showtime starting. So create a free cast account. Click on the link on our website or at com, or in the social media posts. We'll have some up uh, tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow late morning, Uh, I think. And request access to the channel. What's up, Brad? Night again. Tomorrow night. Well, today, if you're listening, that that is Friday night, the 12th of Ah, February. It's the Valentine's Day special with the last drive-in. Brad,
2: you at home or are you at work?
3: I'm like moving around. Does it really matter?
2: (sighs) I'm just curious because. You're not a video. I was figured you're at home and you're probably got your shirt off. Ooh, that's the only way. To no you, do I'm you
0: do you want to change? Do you want to change your man crush? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> no uh, uh, say, silence. Change change another another. Another.
2: <laughs> There's no crush going on. But for you guys, oh, no. go ahead. If you will like tasty white, there you go. Oh, no. No. All right. Fair Seriously,
0: I'm
3: no. fully dressed right now. I'm just like up and moving around a lot.
2: Okay,
0: we'll we'll take your word for it. Also on Friday the 12th, Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. on HBO Max, Saint Maud over on Epics, To All the Boys Always and Forever on Netflix, Into the Dark Tentacles over on Hulu, the season two premiere of Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon, all of that oh, on I got two Friday. More to
1: add. What? Uh, Disney Plus, they have some fun stuff. Uh, the second batch of Inside Pixar, the short documentary series they have on there, yep. and a full and a feature length uh, documentary, uh, Marvel's Behind the Mask.
0: There you go. All of that is Friday the 12th. Also on Friday, brand new on the Nintendo Switch, Super Mario World 3D. Okay, that's not new. That's a remake. Uh, But with uh, an additional game, Bowser's Fury with it as well, which from what I understand is a pretty fantastic little add-on game. Those are available on the Nintendo Switch starting Friday the 12th. Sunday, Valentine's Day, we have season premieres of American Idol over on Fox. And last week tonight with John Oliver... Is it, oh, yeah, it's ABC. I always think Fox. That's how much I pay attention to fucking American Idol. Uh, okay. <laughs> and last week tonight with John Oliver premieres a new season over on HBO. Tuesday on home video, Harley Quinn, the animated show season two of that is on home video on Tuesday, as is Lovecraft country. Curtis going to run right out and get that on Blu-ray and monster hunter is out on Blu-ray and DVD on Tuesday. Also Tuesday night season (coughs) premieres of young rock series premieres of young rock and Keenan over on NBC. And of course, middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, go visit your local comic shop, pick up comic books, uh, support your local small businesses. Next Thursday, of course, we'll be recording next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We'll be talking about your favorite romantic couples in entertainment pop culture. You can join us live for the recording on the Pop Goes the Culture Facebook page, on our Twitch channel, on our YouTube channel. Links to all of those and much more, again, at theculturecom You can watch, you can listen, you can interact, like Tara has been doing, uh, with us. Uh, and I saw Dylan popped in there for a minute as well. Uh, so, again, be a part of the show. We might read your comments on the air. And if you can't make it to the live stream, look for next week's episode of the pop goes, the culture podcast on Friday of next week in the podcast player of your choice. If you've enjoyed this or any episode, of the pop goes the culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player it does not cost you a thing to do that. And it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show it helps other people find the show when you leave reviews. Um, so that's that's kind of how that works uh that's all i've got anybody got anything else before we wrap this one up tonight yeah curtis raising your fucking hand again on a podcast go ahead curtis yeah because now you got a visual aid all right this will be great go ahead (laughs) (laughs) go ahead
2: Okay, so uh, a couple weeks back, we were so this is
0: a live Pabla. stream excuse exclusive right here.
2: Yeah, it, it is. Uh, we were talking about um, cocaine hippos. Yes, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. That story. Yes, we well, like two days later, when I was at work, we talked about it again. So I mentioned like, oh yeah, we did this on the podcast. I'm making this design for a shirt, possibly maybe, which will go, be out next
0: week. Yeah, we're gonna put right. it out next week on the store.
2: a friend of mine who works with us he's also he's done some comedic stuff here in springfield um he he does a lot of clay sculptures online of just stuff he likes to do um he made a cocaine hippo for us
0: yes <laughs> so that, there, co- there that hippo is coked out um we have that the that bleeding coked n- out hippo. we have a bleeding Blood. nostril we have one Blue eye nostril. is uh, like the iris is blown in one eye <laughs> we've got <laughs> it's
2: amazing we've it's got cocaine
0: running. around both nostrils yeah that is that's something special
2: well his name is craig rumstein and those of you who listen to us, if you follow him on Facebook or if you don't, if you look him up on Facebook and you like stuff like this, he does this like every week, the week that I got this, the on, tell us what from that Tara, is, right? The eraser head baby, right? From David Lynch's very first movie was the same week that he made his own eraser head baby out of clay. And it was amazing. So if you like this, hit him up what's his it's, name say his name again craig c-r-a-i-g rumstein uh-huh. r-u-m-s-t-i-n-e craig rumstein and he's also a local comedian he's done stuff he'll probably be like why the fuck did you tell them i was a comedian i haven't done shit in a while but you know, <laughs> nobody's done I, shit
0: in a while on the live stream <laughs> yeah, so yeah exactly. don't worry about that he,
2: he's great like he, he craig is one of the funniest people I ever met and the fact that he made this <laughs> is great is amazing <laughs>
0: that is pretty funny yeah. Yeah, we uh, so, those those uh, T-shirt designs are going to go out next week on the online store. We're going to put a special link to it on the website at popgoesculture.com. I think it'll be like spring 2021 or whatever, you know. And then you click on that, and you'll go right to the the Pablo Escobar's Cocaine Hippos design, which is a riff on the Jurassic Park logo. That uh, it looks pretty good. I like it a lot. Thank you. What else we got going on? Anything else this week before we get out of here? all right we're gonna call it's it good there's a culture swag yeah show that stand up again <laughs> caleb's sporting the going with the all black logo yeah the pop goes the culture we've got all black all white and then we've got the multicolored uh the shirts as well so very much very cool all right anything else nope all right well be sure again to check out our online store popgoesculture.com we're gonna get Curtis's design loaded up this week thanks to my co-host thanks to Brandon to Curtis to Caleb and to Brad for being here tonight thanks to everybody who joined us on the live stream uh, and thanks to everybody who's listening to the podcast in your podcast player we appreciate everybody uh, being a part of this I have been Joey Mills again with the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network have a great weekend man we'll catch you next here next week post Valentine's Day hopefully everybody's available uh, to, jo- to join us for that uh, be safe be healthy be happy this week we will talk to you next time see you later